Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we talk about faith. In this episode, Ed and I discuss the topic of the new Bible study at Round Hill Community Church, the Gospel of Matthew. What is a gospel? How does this book differ from the other gospels in the Bible? And for a bonus round, what is Q? Answers to these questions and more on today's Round Hill Radio. Welcome to Roundhill Radio. I'm Leslie. I'm Ed. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Leslie. Happy 2020. Happy 2020. This is exciting. Let's do this. Let's do this. So today we are discussing Matthew. Yes. The Gospel of Matthew. The Gospel according to Matthew. So this is a new Bible study that's starting here at Roundhill in February. Mm -hmm. Really important first question. What in the world is a gospel? What does that mean? Great question. Thank you know, you. we use these words sometimes. There's, I, yeah, the lingo of, of church. It reminds me when I've just recently this year gotten into football. And I just have to learn. Hallelujah. <laughs> an aside to my aside is that it's made working here even better because now I can have like full conversations with you and Dan instead of you guys like talking about football and me keeping myself busy over in the corner. Perfect. <laughs> and I just want to say you are fantastically knowledgeable. Thanks. I had a good teacher. I have a good teacher, but um, I was going to say because I didn't understand it until I learned the lingo. Yes. And I didn't feel like I was in the club until I learned the lingo yeah, or even at least a little bit of it. So this is one of those church lingo things. So true. Is gospel. Yes. So what is that? So what is that? I'm just going to just take a little sideways detour here for a moment. Do I went to football, so I've already started strong. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to go back to lingo. How's that? Cool. Uh, You know, I have a a couple of friends I was talking with last year about this issue of church lingo. Mm. Because if you come into the church brand new... And suddenly people are talking about hymns and doxologies and Gloria Patris and all of these strange things. What, what's going on there? There's so much. Yeah. So you really, when you when you come into the life of the church, you actually are being challenged to learn a language. And I've heard people increasingly say it's like learning a foreign language and it yeah. takes time and you have to build it over time. So um, back to the question now of gospel. Yeah. So we have four Gospels in the New Testament. So the Bible is divided into two sections, uh, the Hebrew Bible and the New Testament. And in that New Testament, these four Gospels are called Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And uh, the word gospel uh, comes from a Greek word, euangelion, which means good news. Ah. Yeah. So these four, four books are all intended to be the good news of Jesus Christ and about Jesus Christ and how his presence in the world brought and brings healing, energy, wisdom, hope to the world, to the whole world. Mm. So it's interesting because these gospels were not initially written to the whole world. They were written to specific communities that were, for the most part, in crisis. They were trying to navigate themselves in uh, in their lives together in a very challenging cultural uh, context and so these good news books mm-hmm. were originally written as helpful guides to congregations trying to navigate their way in the world. These were new Jesus followers, and they're trying to figure that out mm-hmm. as well as you know trying to navigate their lives day to day. Were these short form letters? Were they long letters? Were they letters sent over a long period of time? 
That's a great question. Uh, so two things about that. Um, just imagine, um, you know, that you have an issue that you need to deal with, and then someone doesn't write you for 10 years. Um, <laughs> so a lot of these communities had issues that they were struggling with, but the Gospels in some cases weren't written for years and years down the road. Wow. So you had the Jesus, the original Jesus followers, the 12, and then a few after that, right? Uh, the Gospel of Matthew, for example, was probably written 50 years after Jesus died. So communities had already come and gone in that period of time, right. and they were still struggling. And so someone along that period of time, or maybe several someones, created these little books, yeah. letters. And uh, so it, it took a long time for them to evolve. Uh, my sense is that they were they were created as a whole they were very unique in that they went to one congregation, but mm -hmm. then were read by more and more people and shared by more and more people. Okay, so they were sort of passed along. I think that's right. So who was doing the writing for these, or for Matthew in specific? So, so it's interesting. We don't actually know who these authors were. Oh. And so they, they had names attached to them because there were certain legends and traditions, such as, was it Matthew the tax collector whom Jesus knew who wrote the book? Mm -hmm. That was a legend that developed. It's unlikely that it was. So we don't know who the authors are of any of these books, but the names have stuck. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, Luke and, John. and John. So how does Matthew, so you mentioned the four, the four gospels, how does Matthew fit in to the context of the other three? So my understanding is that they're, the four gospels are kind of as if four people are telling the same story. That's right. So yeah. there's omissions and additions and different ones as people sort of maybe accentuate the things that are important to the to them exactly their own storytelling yeah there's overlap in some cases and then there's total uniqueness in some cases so some stories are appear in one gospel and don't appear in any of the other three okay um, there is also a gospel that we don't have that we think informed at least three of those other gospels really? Matthew Mark and Luke especially okay it goes by the intriguing and mysterious name of Q. 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 Yes. Oh, that's good. Isn't that great? That's great. A gospel according to, to Q. Q. Who is that? Um, <laughs> it comes from a German word, Quelle, okay. which means source. Ah. So Matthew, for example, it seems pretty clear, he had Mark's gospel. Mm. He had part of Luke's gospel. Okay. And he had Q. And he had Q. And it, we think that Matthew, Mark, and Luke all had Q. But where is Q? Nobody has found it. It's... <sighs> out there somewhere someone needs to make this into a movie someone needs to look in their attic <laughs> and see where is this thing because it's there somewhere that's oh i love a good mystery isn't that this is all very intriguing now you, you know years ago when i was first studying all this stuff uh i had a teacher who said you know if you really want to learn how to read the new testament start reading detective fiction Ah, not great. That's cool. Because that's what it takes to try to figure out what in the world is going on in these stories. And Q. And there's Q. And there's Q. So Matthew had Q and he had Mark and he had some of Luke, but he also had his own distinctive thing. Okay. Uh, and his distinctive thing had to do with the relationship between the congregation that was forming and its relationship to Judaism. Okay. That's his very special challenge is to try to figure this out. So we think that this new congregation uh, was beginning to find its way in the world and was really unclear about what the relationship was with the mother 
faith, yeah. Judaism. Yeah, how to deal with all of that. And you know, uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a smooth transition. It was not a smooth transition. I can't imagine why. <laughs> the word rupture, I think, comes, yeah, might come to mind. Uh-oh. There's a lot of angriness, a lot of angry arrows in Matthew that mm. are, sent, are directed back to language like their synagogues mm. or the Jews. Yeah. So the language, uh, unfortunately, has been used over the centuries for very negative and life-destroying purposes, uh, which is really a tragedy. But the way to look at this uh, 2,000 years ago is that this is a, probably a relatively small congregation mm-hmm. that's trying to think about how do we use the old treasures of our faith, yeah. which today we would call Jewish faith, to bring something new into the world, which they would have probably still understood as a new form of Jewish faith. Okay. But that that conversation didn't go well and these two this movement split. Okay. So Matthew is writing at the time when things are not going well. So as you read this, I used to wonder when I read the Gospel of Matthew, why is he so angry? Yeah. Why is there so much anger in here? Yeah. And I think because of the very hurtful hurt feelings on both sides of this mm-hmm. distinction. And one thing you will see though in Matthew is that he's still trying to hold on to this, uh, the treasures of the old. So he will con- consistently say that Jesus did such and such at, in fulfillment of the scriptures. Mm. So he's trying to link. Um, doesn't always work very well, but he's yeah. at least, you can see him trying to do that. But he also gives us the story of the Magi. Only in Matthew do we have the visitors from the East who come really? to give their gifts. And the Magi, of course, are Gentiles, okay. outsiders. Yeah. So Matthew's already dropping a little clue out there that says, whoever Jesus is, he's for the whole world. Mm. So kind of a new thing. So why did you decide to present this as, as the Bible study? What, what made this come about? Yeah, so a couple of things. Uh, first of all, we're, we're starting a pattern here of having a four-part Bible study in the autumn okay. and then a four-part study in winter-spring. So it gives us four different times to dive into just a few texts. Mm-hmm. And I had not actually studied Matthew myself in a long time, but I'm very intrigued by it because it's also Matthew who gives us a beautiful collection of stories called the Beatitudes. And these are blessings that Jesus gave at one point in his life. And uh, it's blessed are the poor, blessed Mm -hmm. are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth, and so on. And this particular material has been very inspiring for people of Christian faith over the years. But actually, Mahatma Gandhi read that text when he was a young man, and it formed his views about nonviolence. Mm -hmm. And that has continued through the years. So it's something I wanted to return to, and also because in our preaching and teaching and music on Sunday morning and worship, we're thinking a lot about Matthew this year. I see. And we want to keep that going through the entire year all the way up until next December. So this is a chance for people to do a deep dive into four different stories. And I'm still choosing and selecting them, but uh, it will give people a chance if they want to, to read through the entire gospel. And that's a really rich experience to do that. That's exciting. Yeah. So it starts in February? Starts in February, yes. And we'll be uh, starting on the first Sunday of the month. And we'll do that for February, March, April, and May. Okay. And, uh, and we're going to post material on our website, roundhillcommunitychurch.org. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have time to come to the study, 
um, or you have time to come to only one or two, there will still be materials, material and questions that you can take a look at there. Fantastic. Yeah, we're trying to find ways to uh, make it more accessible for our friends who can't make it here on Sunday morning or exactly. maybe some of our friends who live far away, making it so that you're still, you feel as much a part of the family as you still are. Yeah, yeah. We want yeah. it to be a very inclusive moment. So we're excited. It's exciting. Looking forward well, thanks to for it. sharing that with me today. Well, thank you. Great questions. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> and blessings. Blessings. Bye, everybody. Bye. Roundhill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Roundhill Community Church. For more information, please visit roundhillcommunitychurch.org.